fucking load on my backpack with chicken strips and fries and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm Michael. I'm Nolan. And this is the You, Me, and Uni podcast. Woo. Welcome. First episode. So this podcast, to give the listeners an idea, is a podcast about growing the fuck up, about adulting, our experiences, what we're currently doing. We're still in the process of it and kind of how we can help others. Like it's tough going into the real world. You know, there's a lot of experiences between the two of us. We're both fifth year seniors. You know, this is our fifth year in college. I feel like we have a lot under our belt. And so, uh, yeah, each episode is going to focus on a new topic, a general topic. We might get off course. We tend to ramble. Oh, but, we'll get off course. Oh, of course. We're going to, especially with some booze. But, <laughs> but we're going to try to stick to these uh, main topics each episode, like an overarching theme. And uh, we thought what a good idea to start with is uh, first job experiences. You know, like what was our first jobs, getting a job, um, maybe first firings, just job-related topics to help those out there that may be struggling with that. True. Yep. Finances are a big issue with probably every single college student, regardless of your financial status or whatever. So I think this episode is going to be helpful to like navigate those pitfalls of trying to finance your way through graduating, whether that be legitimate, illegitimate, and how to just be good at it either way because between mike and i we've had various jobs and various work and income uh related experiences that uh i think everyone can relate to yeah we've gone around and that includes people outside of college you know like if if you guys are in college great this is going to help you pay off those fees but there's people that are struggling to pay the bills and they're not good doing school so this will help you too so this is for really for everyone that's why it's called you me and uni so would you like to start nolan first job Oh, gosh, where do we begin? I would start with, I don't know, I think it's really hard, especially, you know, growing up and you're maybe out of the house, you're thinking about uh, new job prospects other than being like a waiter or waitress, maybe you want to do something a little more professional or like life fulfilling. Maybe you're still at home, maybe you're considering going to community college or whatever. So I think the first thing is just resume writing and building is going to be super key and hold a lot of precedence because that's just like the foundation of how you start getting a job, right? Like that's how you begin your whole journey is like you, you have to put something down at first. And honestly, you can fucking lie on it. There's some job experiences and things on my resume that are definitely not true. And they're going to be calling up that work reference. It's going to be my sister. (laughs) She's going to cover for me and she's prepared for that. So yeah. So it so it says here you understand second level coding? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I excel in Excel. It's <laughs> are my thing. No, but that's super key. And I mean, no one's gonna expect. I mean, don't make some crazy fabricated lie. Like, <laughs> don't say you've gone to Yale. Right. If you're not an expert in coding, then don't write that down. But at the same time, like, I don't know. There's just a lot of skills you can put down these days, like proficient in PowerPoint, proficient in Excel. Like, you know what I mean? Those extra things that all employers are looking for. Things that impress your grandma at the dinner table. Exactly. Just like technological crap that like really doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I think that's excellent advice, especially for a first job, because as shitty as it is, you know, they say, well, in order to get this job, you need experience. Well, how can I get experience if I can't work a job, you know? So exactly. And like a lot of kids, I feel like coming out of high school or whatever and going into college or whatever your next step is like after 
high school, which is our, our demographic. I mean, we're not talking to you high school kids. Fuck off. We're not talking <laughs> to you 30, 40 year old people. We're talking about that like middle time where everyone just sounds super precarious footing, including financially. So uh, I think, yeah, as you were saying, you have to start somewhere and everyone wants that work experience. But like a lot of people didn't work in high school because they're still at home and shit and, you know, smoking weed and losing their virginity and what have you. And so. focusing on growing up, which is what you should do. I mean, I started working early, but it wasn't a serious job. My, my first job was at a pizza place and I still worked there on the sides for extra money, but it's taken, you know, it's taken the sideline to my main job now, which is related to what I actually want to do. But to get there, it was a lot of luck. It was getting an internship that I had to put in the hours for, you know, like my, so I'll just start there. My first job was at a pizza shop. And I worked there for four years, like just, it was good enough money to get me through. And I was fortunate enough to have some help with my college tuition. You know, a lot of people don't have that help, but it is nice having that backing because I have to just worry about bills, you know, like I don't have to worry about the tuition until I go past four years, which I'm at right now. (laughs) Things are getting a little expensive, but that's why I have this nice new job because I'm a journalism major. So I started off as an intern and that's, one reason I recommend anyone goes to college alone, even if you don't finish, is just for the connections. Because I got this internship through a professor that I had. He worked at Channel 2 News, our local news station, recommended me and got me the internship. And from there, it turned into a real job. I'm now the cameraman for the Channel 2 Morning Show. And it's, you know, filming and production is what I want to do. So it's a great first step. You know, I may not necessarily want to stick with news, but it's important to get your foot in that door and start building up that experience. Right. Uh, That brings up a really good point about just like community resources and connection. If you're and I think that's really, you know, it's more challenging when you're moving out of your hometown, either for, you know, just to like further your life or to go to further your education. But if you're kind of removing yourself from your hometown to you're removing yourself from those community resources and connections. So it's really key to wherever you start establishing your new life to create those connections and, and, and not be afraid to jump on that internship or to go to that professor's office hours or to go do that volunteer meetup thing. And because you just never know what position that might land you. It just opens up a lot of doors being more social. And as hard as that is for some people, it actually really helps with you know, getting jobs and, and getting a cool resume built. And one thing we should mention in this first episode, because it's going to relate to all of our other episodes, like, you know, moving somewhere new could be an episode in itself. But like one thing we should establish is the triangle, which is what we like to call it, you know, where you have three points on this triangle. You have a, a social life, you have a work life, and you have a school life, or most do, but that could be like something side. It doesn't have to be school. That may vary for other people, but you have some sort of commitment on the side, you know? and you can't do all three, you know, you got to sleep, you got to do other things. Typically, to do it well, and to do it properly, you have to pick two and a third kind of starts to take the sideline because you're focusing on these other two. And it can vary, you know, some weeks, you might be doing more work and more school, and you're not doing any social life. While other times, it might be a good idea because of what Nolan just said to make connections, focus on that social life, focus on that school, and do that till you get that work, that third point, you know, and you got to find a balance between jumping around that triangle. It's really hard. Yep, that triangle for sure. I was a, a bud tender, what they call it, up here in Washington State. Uh, just basically legally sold weed to a bunch of people, <laughs> mostly old ladies. A legalized drug dealer. <laughs> yep, legitimate drug dealer. 
but it was really hard because I just started also a new quarter of school, like equivalent to a semester. Um, and I just, this new job as a bun tender and a new relationship with this girl. And like the honeymoon phase of that relationship just took so much time. And then I just focused on my shifts at work and school fell to the wayside. So that triangle, it's definitely very true. There's always two of those three things you're going to get down and fulfill yourself in, but that third one's going to fall to the wayside. And I didn't do so well in school that year academically. I had to drop a class too, which kind of put me behind. So there are definitely like consequences to either one. If I didn't work on the relationship and just did school and work, then like I wouldn't have had that experience, which I'm thankful for. So I don't know. It's just a balance and it's really hard finding that balance. And I don't, I think it's a triangle for a reason because I don't know, something's always going to be falling to the wayside. Yeah. And it's like that with most things in life, you know, you can only do so much. You're only one person. And if it's, you can't look at it as a negative thing. You know, I think a lot of people, the reason they get so much anxiety and the reason they're so hard on themselves is because they start to lack in other aspects of their lives. But like, you're only human. You can only do what you can just prioritize what makes you happy and what's good for you in that moment. You know, I think a lot of people are, are worried about expectations of others and like trying to impress others. And to get your foot in the door and to really start a career in this world, you got to focus on yourself at first and just do what's good for you and then go from there. So like I had a, you know, a real normal job for like four or five years, which was pizza making, you know, what, what was your first job? Like getting into it? Dude, I was a tennis instructor <laughs> for an after school <laughs> program. That was my first kind of gig in, in college. I mean, my, my true, true first gig was like selling weed and shit. <laughs> and you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of illegitimate means of, uh, making an income maybe we'll save that for another bit but i think that uh there you you don't just have to build your resume and have jobs that you're going to get taxed with there's like also quote unquote illegitimate ways like tutoring dog sitting nannying even like essay writing or like helping kids uh extra if they're willing to pay you or whatever for kind of bullshit and doing work for them like that's all kind of a good way to get your foot in the door. Then you have the more illegitimate things like selling drugs, maybe some sex work, who knows? <laughs> Shit goes down, but you're young, you're having fun and you need some money. So what are you going to do? And here's the thing, you're you're your best advocate. You're 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 the person who can sell yourself best, you know? So like if you're really looking for a job, you can get creative in those ways he just explained like no one's going to say this person I would recommend to watch your dog unless you put yourself out there as, Hey, I've watched dogs before. You have to volunteer that and just say, I'll do it. And right. you do what you can, but you have to kind of just get creative and think about things until you start making some money enough to like make it. Because if you're coming out of high school fresh, especially if you're moving away, like I stayed in my hometown, so it was easy to maintain that job. Like Nolan went all, all the way. You're from the Bay area. You went to Albuquerque, then you went up to Bellingham. Like you're all over the place. It's hard to keep jobs wherever you go. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's the other thing too is I think, you know, it's easier to just gain more momentum and stuff if you're in, in one spot. But like, yeah, I've gone to three different uh, college institutions. Like, yeah, UNM and Albuquerque and then a junior college back in the Bay Area and now finally Western Washington University. So it's been tough finding work and consistent work and my resume is all scattered you know people are going to look at that and be like okay well you've held down some jobs but like not for a consistent amount of time 
and there's ways that you can work around that too, though. You know, you just got to sell yourself as Mike was saying before and kind of fake it till you make it. You know, if you're want to do nannying and shit and you took care of your, 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 your sister's, you know, three month old once while they went to the County fair for a couple hours, fake it till you fucking make it say that you've been babysitting for your neighbor for years or whatever in high school who gives a shit as long as you know that you're good with kids and you're not going to put anyone's life in danger like seriously like right that's something you can sum up in your resume is works well with others because you once babysat that one time like it's something that you can definitely fudge until you get there and i mean the level of like professionals i feel like that just smudged their way to the top is just i don't know unfathomable it's kind of scary almost like pilot how's, <laughs> how's he flying this plane did he do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait is he colorblind no that's just me i can't ever fly a plane fyi but we'll get to that i guess in another topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no so it's it's definitely a tough one and uh i think location matters too where you are in your life and your age as well. I mean, once you turn 21, you can have a bartending job, you can have a bud tending job. And that opens up a lot more doors for kind of those younger adult positions like bartending or wait, waiter waitressing, cocktail serving. Um, but you know, in those earlier stages, 18, 19, 20, it's way harder to find a job and you're definitely guaranteed going to be thrown in that dish pit or you know, front of house position, which is fine. And it's great money, but yeah, it's just, you got to kind of play to where you're at in your life age wise and, and resource wise, if you're at home or you're gone in another state out of state. And, and going off of that, like going into new places and getting those jobs, like let's talk about getting a job. Like I know your bud tending, uh, hire was pretty interesting and that it was like kind of a unique situation. It was. Yeah. I just pretty much walked, just was a loyal customer to this local bud shop here in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, and they just hired me off the floor. Like the manager and I were talking for a while. Preface to this, I've had a medical marijuana card and grew and was in pretty much just the cannabis industry my whole life before any state was recreational. Um, so it was just kind of easy to like filter into that job. And again, I'm playing to my strengths. I like smoking weed. So I go and buy weed all the time from the same places and like i don't know it's just kind of like one of those things you're just playing to your strengths and they recognize that i had a certain amount of knowledge about the industry especially coming from like a california perspective so they just hired me off the floor and that was great unfortunately i wasn't there for a long time because i had like familial circumstances i had to go home for a little bit i it, i definitely yeah like that job and, and that's not going to be common unless you're in i feel like that's more common in these smaller college towns where it's a lot of like the students run the economy of these jobs and so it's easier for you to just kind of walk into your cafe your bud shop your bar with a resume and sooner or later someone's definitely going to pick you up right and and i think that's a good thing to mention is it may not be common but it's worth at least mentioning just because these kind of off the cuff things do happen so don't ever kind of count a certain thing out because he didn't walk in there that day expecting a job. He went in there knowing his stuff and they hired him off of that. Well, I think one thing we should kind of wrap all this job advice on then, um, a good way to end it is how to balance that for our university students too. You know, like if you're working and you're going to school full time, it can be a lot. Like I'm doing that right now. You know, I'm taking uh, 
four different classes, um, all 400 level and I'm working, you know, two jobs. Like it can, I sucked at this my first like three to four years. You know, I'm finally starting to find a good balance between that and still trying to fit in time with my girlfriend and social life. But like it, it can be a lot. So like, what's maybe some advice you have about that? Like what, if it comes down to it, taking less shifts, maybe not taking as many classes and extending your graduation. Like we're both fifth year students. Like, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think it's all about compromises and sacrifices, as you just said, you know, either taking and it's that try, it all comes back down to that fucking triangle. I swear to God, that thing is key. It's, it's something is going to have to be compromised or sacrificed. One of those things, a triangle might be a grade in school. It might be that misconnection with the friend you haven't seen in a while, or it might be taking less shifts and getting less of an income. All three of those things might take a hit depending on the energy you're giving to those other two components. I think it's just really key to, to figure out in the moment in your life in that day what those two components are going to be. You know what I mean? And, and really try and balance. Okay, I've neglected school for about a week, but I've been really on top of like socializing and work. So maybe next week I can sacrifice the social life or maybe take one less shift to kind of give to those other two components and just, and coming up with that balance is, you know, it's going to be a lifelong battle after graduating. It's just going to be something else. It's not going to be a triangle. It's going to be like a fucking hexagon. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Keep it to the triangle. Don't yeah. spread yourself too thin. Right. Right. And I think that's good advice. So maybe we, uh, one thing we thought might be a cool idea is to end every episode on a, a word of wisdom, something we wish we knew. Uh, I wish I knew segment. So, you know, this week, maybe I'll take over and do it. So one thing I wish I knew, and it, I'll relate it to kind of the topic we, we were just going over. One thing I wish I knew was how many free resources there are on a college campus. So many things that you're paying for that you don't even realize. Like, it's insane. <laughs> go through and check your campus and go through, whether it be therapy, whether it be a gym, whether it be, I found out I have three streaming services that I've never heard of that have movies and shit that like we just pay for and they don't advertise. Like there's movies and TV shows on them called Canopy and uh, something else. Like look up what you're paying for because you have a lot more bang for your buck than you realize. And that's something I wish I knew freshman year. That's probably one of the best pieces of advice I could give that I just learned. No, yeah, for sure. Going, going off that too, um, students or people in general even facing food uh, insecurity and you don't have enough money to kind of pay for your food or whatever, you don't, you don't want to worry about that. Go to your, your university or local college's um, cafeteria or food hall or whatever. And a lot of the times freshmen on their meal plans, freshmen, sophomore, whoever's still living on campus will have guest pass meal plans so that's very popular here is just you go and you wait out and you ask hey can i use a guest pass you go into the food hall and it's all open full salad bar full food bar that's a little life hack for y'all out there don't share that with everybody but for you listeners that shit will go like i'm gonna use that after i graduate i'm gonna just bring a backpack shave my face <laughs> come back to campus <laughs> hey i'm a student here. i'm a new yeah, student just fucking load on my backpack with chicken strips and fries and get the fuck out of here <laughs> honestly though like i found that out like people have these food bucks at least on my campus and yeah they have extra ones they have to use a certain amount in a certain mm-hmm. week span i don't know if they have guest ones here but it's like 
here's a certain amount and you have to use it in two weeks, otherwise you're done. A lot of them don't use it. They don't eat at that cafeteria every single meal. So they just need to, in their last couple of days, get rid of these bucks. So they just give it out to people. But yeah, Crazy. that's excellent <laughs> advice. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me, Nolan. I think that was a very successful first episode. Yeah, dude, it was gnar. <laughs> so I think uh, we're going to try to do this We'll see. It might be bi-weekly. It might be weekly. It just kind of probably depends on the week and what our schedule looks like. We're both pretty busy, but we're going to try to keep this consistent. At least, like, let's try to make it a goal twice a month if we can. You know, that's a good minimum number, and there might be more. But um, I'm going to make us an Instagram, so check it out. It's going to be you, me, and uni. So I'll put that in the Instagram. I'll tag both of our uh, personal accounts on there. And I might even think about if we get enough feedback creating a gmail for us or that people can send in specific questions if they want advice on specific things they can email yeah. us so yeah, that might be a cool idea too but sure. uh yeah thanks for listening this has been you me and uni with michael and nolan peace out